It is Friday. What, three days after or two days after Inauguration Day? I guess the uh, day number two of President Biden's presidency. And the world has not ended. Imagine that. All the doom and gloom out there. The supposed insider threat attacks that were inevitable during the inauguration. The fanatical guardsmen, right, where the Bureau had to run additional background checks on men and women that have sworn an oath to protect this nation at all costs. We're all for nothing. But I guess the one thing they did accomplish is they did sow a little bit of fear in some people. They certainly pissed off a lot of people. They insulted a lot of people. Because for those of you who don't know, anybody who you know, has a government security clearance, there's a pretty extensive vetting process that goes into that. And there's always continuous monitoring in some capacity. So to sit there and, and say that people, citizens who are pissed off with the direction of the government somehow fractures into the National Guard is going to attempt to overthrow the government or any storyline like that is just total bullshit. Total bullshit and lies. President Biden in his first full day he, he, he did some pretty pretty important stuff. I mean, things that I think we can all put our head down, rest easy, you know, at night as we go to sleep. He has decided that he's going to rejoin the, the Paris Climate Accord. He has basically declared COVID a combatant enemy. And we are therefore in a war against COVID. I think I heard something about yesterday. It's, you know, he wants everybody wearing masks. Come on, man. Do me a favor, please. Come on, man. Just wear the mask, man. Because the masks, as we've talked about too many times, I'm done talking about the masks. They're going to save 100,000 lives over the next four months. The masks. And I think one of the most important things is he has decided that for all the little boys out there and their sick, disturbing parents that allow a little boy to become a girl... Those boy-girls can now compete in girl athletics. And I know that's been around for a few years, but I gotta say, we may have 
hit the climax of our stupidity as a nation when the President of the United States of America thinks that he needs to mandate something like that. Because I'll tell you what, if one of my daughters is playing in a, in a sport and some boy is also playing in that game and he decides to deck my daughter or level my daughter or hit my daughter or push my daughter, the first thing I'm doing is I'm finding that kid's dad and I'm going to beat the shit out of him. I think they call that an eye for an eye. So hopefully we don't get to that point, but just saying. These are the what-if situations that I play in my head because somebody's got to stand up and protect not only girls, but these, these same people are the ones that parade up and down talking about how Trump was going to impede women's rights Right, I mean, he was going to take away their right to vote. Right, basically they were going to be locked up in a kitchen and not allowed to do anything. That's how evil President Trump and his policies were. President Biden is going to liberate women because they've been enslaved for the last hundred years. They're, they're enslaved, they have no rights, they can't think, think freely, they're told what to do. He's going to liberate them all. And instead, what does he do as one of his first courses of action in regards to women and women and their rights? He decides that we're going to let boys compete against girls. Sorry. Some of you might get pissed off about hearing that. I disagree with that. But, more importantly, as we've said time and time again, the person that sits in the White House does not impact what you or I do on a daily basis. Most of us will never meet the president. Most of us will never physically see the president. Other than on TV or you know media, whatever. But my point being is, wherever you are right now, at this very moment the only person that you can either blame or applaud is yourself the first thing that we do when things are going horrible or we're we're in a you know, a repetitive cycle. You know, call it Groundhog's Day, where we just w- we wake up every day. It's the same thing over and over and over and over again. And at the end of the day, we say, "Oh, tomorrow's going to be different. Tomorrow, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to be rich. Tomorrow, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to find a spouse. Tomorrow, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to have kids. Tomorrow, I wake up. I'm going to be the boss. People are going to respect me. I'm going to be a winner. And then we get up the next day." And we do absolutely fucking nothing. What we do instead is we find reasons why we're not where we are. Right? You're, you're, you say you want to lose weight. I can't lose weight because of my genetics. 
or I can't lose weight because it's too cold, or I can't lose weight because I'm too tired, or I can't lose weight because you know it's raining outside or it's snowing outside or wh- whatever whatever the excuse is. I mean, we've got thousands of excuses that we can use. But then if we stop and we actually look around and we look at the people that are doing all those things, right? They're running every day. They're lifting every day. They're reading every day. They're doing all these different things to better themselves. And what you notice about a lot of them, they all have issues too. They all have physical limitations. They all have mental limitations. They have time constraints. They have families. They have to juggle stuff too. And what's the answer to that? Right? How do you how do you go from not being able to do something to being able to do something? And the truth of the matter is every single one of us can we can do it. There's no one that truly is unable to move, do something, right? Unless you're a, a paraplegic and you, you truly physically are unable. For the rest of us, we're choosing to be unable. You know, we're using an old, an old sports injury as an excuse. Oh, my knee, I blew my knee out. Right? We're using just tiredness I was out too late or I drank too much or whatever right there's a there's a cause and effect right so if we if we start instead of projecting things outside and looking at other people and other things to blame oh he's that guy he's he's so lucky right it, it just comes so easy to him he just makes money so easily or he's he's just naturally fit he's got a, a fast metabolism bullshit do the work. All right, do the work. It's that simple. Right? And, you know, I think a lot of people, they'll say, oh, I want to train. I want to train for a marathon or a half marathon or a 5K or whatever it is. And it's daunting, right? When, you, when you're sitting there and you haven't, you haven't moved in years and you're sitting there putting a goal out there saying, I'm going to run a 5K, right? Start small. If you look at the final result... Chances are you're not going to do it. But if you look at it in terms of what can I do right now to start working towards that goal? Right? Little action is better than no action. Right? With the ultimate goal of being massive action. Just continue to go, go, go and push yourself to the limit. But one of the biggest reasons that we don't do the things that we know we, we need to do it's not laziness. It's not motivation you know, or lack thereof. It's a lack of confidence. right? It's a lack of confidence in the, the abilities that you have. Right? You've got the ability to do anything within reason. Every single thing that we have accomplished, you know, just as a as a human race started off as a man what if I wonder if I could do that what if I did that what if I did that followed very quickly and a hell of a lot more by people that say no way you can't do that 
<clears throat> right? Because our whole lives we're, we're told that we can't do things. Right? When you're when you're a kid, you start walking, trying to walk, you're falling, the parents are you know scared to death. They don't want you to walk. They want you to just crawl. Just crawl, it's safe, you're not gonna get hurt. Plus, probably a little selfishness, they don't have to chase you all over the place. But when you think of it that way, you think of all these people your whole life. Teachers, don't do that. Parents, don't do that. Or you can't do that. Or you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. What do you think happens when you become an adult? Right? Those thoughts that others had when you thought you could accomplish anything, those thoughts that held you back, they become cemented in your subconscious. So somewhere deep down inside, no matter how many times you you say, I'm going to do something, there's a little voice inside of you that says, no, you can't. You can't. You're not strong enough. You're too fat. You're too old. You're too lazy. You're too stupid. You're this. You're that. And the only way to get that voice to shut up is to do it. Do it. Start running. Do some push-ups. Do some jumping jacks. Do some sit-ups. Do something. Every time the thought pops in your head that you know you're you're not worth it, or you're not worthy, or you're lazy, or wh- whatever that negative thought is, stand up and counteract that with something positive, with movement. Right? You you walk for one minute today. Hey, that's one minute more than you've walked in in months. Awesome. Celebrate that. Tomorrow, bump it up to two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, 30 minutes. Just keep moving that needle up. And what you'll see is as you're filling up that, you know, that confidence bucket, all of a sudden you can accomplish more. And yes, physicality has something to do with it when you start building up, you know, those those muscles, you know, but more importantly, the, the mental muscle, the mental muscle, the mental toughness, the confidence that you have, because when you have confidence, right, it's like going into a, you know, a meeting or a job interview, and you're confident in your abilities and yourself, and you know exactly who you are and what you stand for, it's a hell of a lot better discussion than when you go into those interviews for those of you who are younger, go into those interviews and you're scared shitless. You're sweating profusely. You, you, you're you mumbling over words. You can't quite get what you want to say out directly. They ask you questions. You can't answer them. But when you're confident in yourself and you know exactly who you are and what value you bring to the table and also your weaknesses, it's a whole different discussion. Right? Because you're in the driver's seat. You steer the conversation. It doesn't matter how high up that person is. You're telling him or her, hey, look, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I value you. Right? This is how you'll value me. So it's confidence. Confidence is everything. Right? And our job is to build up confidence in ourselves first. Right? Not arrogance, not cockiness. Don't walk around being a jackass. But be confident in yourself. Be proud of yourself. Have some pride, some dignity. Right? Look in the mirror and see the person that's inside of you. 
right? I mean, think back to when you were a kid. You're always told, oh, it's it's what's inside that counts. Right, but have you ever noticed that some people that you come across in life, they they just radiate. Right? There's just there's certain people, and there's not a lot, but there's a you know, there's a there's a handful, a couple handfuls of people that you'll meet in your life that they're just they're like a lightning rod. There's something about them that just attracts people to them, good people. Right, and I don't know if it's a it's a physical thing. I don't know if it's a, a mental thing. It's a combination of, of both, but it's it's a a rare ability to truly be able to. It's almost like people can see inside of you, right? Within a, a the first thirty seconds of meeting you, they can tell. Then this this person's special. There's something about this person that that I want to be around, right? And then you look at people who always seem to attract just nasty negative assholes right whether it's you know they, they keep attracting you know bad boyfriends bad friends you know bad companies whatever it is they just they just seem to continuously attract those people and there's something different about them as well and it all comes from confidence confidence and self-worth right if you have a firm understanding of who you are and what you deserve right in life and i'm not saying you know with your hand out walking around i deserve this i deserve this but i'm talking more in terms of if you are confident in yourself and you know that you deserve to be treated the way that you treat others the way that you deserve to be treated right i mean it's 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 the golden rule but, you know, there's a, there's a saying that, you know, we talk about a lot, you know, in work, and it also applies to life, but it's, it's go where you're celebrated and not where you're tolerated, right? None of us came up with that saying. I mean, I don't know who came up with the saying. It was probably some famous poet or philosopher, I'm sure, uh, maybe it was Socrates. But the, the point is, if you just heed that warning alone, you, you save yourself a lot of trouble. Right, and I think that the the more time you spend understanding yourself, truly understanding yourself, you know, the bright spots and the dark sides, and accepting that, embracing it, and understanding that, hey, we're all flawed humans. All of us. There's not a single person that's perfect. We think that some are more perfect than others. We think that some are horrible people and, and others are great. But at the end of the day, we're all flawed. And in order to truly get what you want in life, you got to own it. Just own it. Your worst, you know, characteristic and trait, own it. The worst mistake you ever made, own it. Let it go. Because the regret will kill you. Because it eats you from the outside in. Right? Nothing worse than, you know, talking to somebody and, you know, they do something stupid and you say it. And then next thing you know is they say, oh, yeah, well, you did this 30 years ago. Let, let's not get into that. Oh, I don't want, don't make me tell people what you did 30 years ago. Right? And, and the point is that if that bothers you 30 years later, then you, you got problems. Right? Let that person draw straws or do whatever the hell they want to do. You've got something wrong. You've got to be able to look at everything that you've done in the past, good, bad, ugly, and just 
accept it, own it, and then throw it away. Right? Because then you can allow yourself to be confident in your abilities. A confident person can accomplish anything. Right? So for us, after we, you know, we are confident in our own abilities, it's our job to help build up everybody else's confidence. Right? There's two buckets that you fall into. You're either helping people or you're hindering people. Pretty simple. Pretty cut and dry. For me personally, I want to help. I want to help everybody. Right? I've, I've got a, a personal goal that I want to help every single person that I've ever met in my life. Every one of them. And I don't give a shit if they realize it or not. Like, I don't, I don't need the credit. I don't, that doesn't mean anything to me. Maybe a little bit. But what I want them to realize is that after meeting with me, they went and did phenomenal things. Not necessarily because of me, right? It was, it was already in them. Maybe I helped them, you know, kind of facilitate that and get it from the, you know, the depths of wherever the hell it's stored out to the light. But confidence. So I think as you wrap up this week, right, it's Friday. You know, a lot of people, most people, oh, thank God it's Friday. Got the weekend coming up. And this doesn't just apply to this Friday. Next Friday, the Friday ever, and every Friday after. I want you to look at Fridays a little bit differently. Right? I want you to sit there and... and you know, thank God that one, you are you. Two, that you are as confident in your abilities, or at least working towards it, as you can possibly be. And three, that you still have an entire day left in your work week to make shit happen. Make Friday your best day. Right? Your best day to get stuff done. Sure, look forward to the weekend. That's awesome. But Fridays are awesome too. Right? Fridays are the days that, that deals close and businesses, you know, get, get stuff done and stuff signed, right? They want to get it off their plates and go celebrate the weekend. Fridays are the day to, you know, kind of recap the week. Right? Did you, did you win the week? Did you lose the week? What are you going to do better next week? Right? Fridays are not the day to just kind of kick back and coast into the weekend. Don't be that person. Be better. Right? Enjoy it. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your job. Enjoy your spouse. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your house. Enjoy your clothes. Enjoy your health. The food you get to eat. Living in the best damn country in the world. Enjoy every freedom that you have. Enjoy not wearing a mask if you don't want to. Focus on enjoyment. Focus on all the gifts that you have in life. Because you've got a hell of a lot of them. 
finish the week strong. Be strong. Stay strong. And as always, guys, we really appreciate you listening. We appreciate the support. This uh, this whole thing started off not quite a year ago. And it's starting to catch on. So the... Uh, yeah, that, that's a credit to, to everybody that listens to this thing. So, you know, again, on behalf of Nate and myself, thank you very much. We appreciate you. And uh, finish the week strong, guys.